It's Father's Day, which is a special day, a day to bring to mind our dads, the experiences, the lessons learned, the joys, and the disappointments, too. Not even dads, not even dads are perfect. Our paternal and maternal relationships, they are foundational experiences in our lives, and they shape our worldview, our understandings of people, of love and care, of protection and provision. These experiences even shape how we seek, relate to, and understand God. Dads, through their strengths and through their weaknesses, they help form us. My dad had a barrel-chested voice and laugh, smarter than me, shyer than me, a much better woodworker than me. No dad is perfect. All are human. And in each, we do see glimpses of glories. So two stories for you of my dad, learning love, provision, and a little laughter and thoughtfulness as we use dads to look at our gospel reading and learn from the disciples and Jesus. My dad was a great provider. He gave me everything I ever needed, even if not everything I ever wanted. In college, he and mom gave me my education, but he did have me on a shoestring budget. And if ever I needed money, he expected a report detailing my spending. Well, one month I didn't spend the way I should have, and I was running out of money, about $10 left, and I was looking at Raymond Noodles as a feast. So I sent Dad my report, and I think it was the next day that I received an overnight package. Now, I wish I still had the note from that box that I opened up, because when I opened it, there was not a check but cans of tuna fish, <laughs> canned salmon, and sardines to boot. Now, I couldn't help but laugh. Of course, Dad was going to take care of me, but he did so in often unexpected ways that would teach. There's no reason for me to be afraid or worry. Know and believe that Dad had me well in hand. Jesus looks at his disciples there on a boat in dead calm and says, Why are you afraid? Have you still no faith? Now this part of the reading follows that first moment when the disciples to follow Jesus. And so they are beginning to learn more about him. They are seeing his first miracles they are seeing healings. They are learning deep truths and following his teaching. But they're wondering, who is Jesus when even the wind and sea obey him? Now, our imaginations should jump straight to the story of creation when darkness and chaos were there and God gives light and makes order. In our relationships we can see glimpses of God's love and purpose. 
glimpses of glory that can help us lean more deeply into our relationships with God. For me, Dad wasn't always there to protect me when I needed him, but that was only because he was human. When Dad and I shared stories of times when he wasn't there, there was maybe a little disappointment for both of us, but the stronger feeling and reality was love and understanding and support and healing. I understand that so much more now that I'm a dad. How much more is God? How much more is God there for me, for you, for us? Perfectly. Even if I, even if you, like the disciples, don't always see it or understand it. God's constant presence, the undercurrent, is there in all our moments. The challenge to look for it, to remember, to remind ourselves of God's presence and give thanks. After retiring, Dad had a whole lot more time to engage in his hobbies, and woodworking was his favorite hobby. He made this and that, and he eventually settled down so many different versions of prayer boxes that I can't count them all. He would make boxes that people would put prayers in and give them to family and friends and just about everybody he knew. Um, so much so that at his funeral, uh, the rector at Trinity in New Orleans asked everybody present, who has a prayer box? Everybody raised their hand. But one thing he made, too, were easels, uh, stands. You could hold a cell phone or a list, but the one he made for me was a typing easel, and it sits beside my computer monitor. On its face, Dad carved these words. Be thankful and order your life. Be thankful and order your life. Now, I love reading about the disciples and experiencing their journey. They're so imperfect and wonderful in so many ways. And in this moment, they all ordered their life by following Jesus. And what do they get? They're on a lake at night worried about drowning. But then they experience Jesus' divinity. And all is well. Now, Jesus doesn't promise that the winds and waves won't crash down again. He doesn't promise that life will be without challenge, without confusion. He asks about their faith. We can each of us offer thanksgivings for the blessings of life, and we can each work to order each of our days so that we live in safety and security. But the chaos of the world still swirls around us, and life can change in an instant. How can we, how do we, hold fast to our faith when we know that God can quiet the storm and yet it still rages? Trust and belief can grow over time. As we re reflect on experiences in our life, the most difficult ones 
when our boat seemed about to be swamped? Where did calmness present? Where did it grow? How did we get through that moment? Were we given a person, a relationship to help us through, to expand our understanding and deepen our love? Those relationships and experiences point to the more awesome relationship deeply set in faith and love of God. And this is where it takes some work for each of us. It's helpful to have God's words, Scripture, in your heart and on your mind. Scripture to remind you. When you read the Bible, when you pray the Psalms, find those words and phrases that are active and alive for you. They're different words at different seasons in our lives. It might be, be not afraid. It might be, the Lord is my shepherd. You have searched me out and known me. Come to me, all that travail and are heavy laden. Whether you're hungry or full, whether you're joyful or sad, you may very well feel that Jesus is asleep in the back of the boat. A storm may well be alive and seeking to swamp your faith. Peace. Be still. Reach into your relationships and see the blessing. Look even more deeply and find Jesus there. His love, his strength, it's ever-present.